0: Last Sunday was Super Bowl 55 and in the Hood household we tend to have spirited discussions not just about the game but all about the commercials and how good or bad they are. So today I want to share some secrets with you on how you can better market your course using the Super Bowl Secrets. Welcome to the Course Creators HQ podcast, helping you navigate the latest techniques for creating and marketing online courses. And now, here is your host, Julie Hood. So my son works in an advertising agency, so he always has an opinion about the Super Bowl commercials and what makes them work or not work. And then each year I pull together some sales lessons from the commercials. And today I want to share them with you so you can use these same ideas to help sell more of your online courses. And if you missed some of these commercials, if you didn't catch them during the game, I'll try to link to them in the show notes at coursecreatorshq.com slash 29 so you can watch the ones that you might have missed. Lesson number one is to know your buyer. And this actually came from a pregame commercial that I thought was really well done. And Dawn and Swiffer were talking about how messy our homes are right now because of coronavirus and all the people at home and, and they had these great shots of how messy everything was. But what really struck me from that commercial is they were focusing on the fact that together we can tidy up and they were focusing on the fact that not just one person in the family, technically probably the mom, should be the one that is responsible for cleaning up. The, the entire family was responsible for it and that's a perfect message for their buyer, which is usually moms who are doing the shopping. So I thought they did a great job of knowing what message would resonate with the audience that they were trying to reach so that's your first lesson is to make sure you know about your buyer and you know what will work with them lesson number two was also from the pregame and it's about building anticipation for what you have coming so several times during the pregame show they said tune in for a special moment before the kickoff. And I, uh, it got my attention, it made me wonder, oh, what's that going to be? And I think it was a, a, the goal was a special commercial that they did right before the kickoff and it worked because it made me pay attention. So that's lesson number two. Build anticipation. Talk about your course with your email list. Talk about what's coming. Talk about what you're working on. Get your audience listening and involved and in build anticipation for what you've got coming. Lesson number three is to use contrast and juxtaposition with your messaging. So, what I mean here is to make things stand out because they're so different and there's such a contrast. So the first message that this came through, first commercial, was the Logitech commercial where they were talking, first of all, they were talking about creators, which obviously got my attention with Course Creators HQ. Uh, and they were sort of describing what creators are and how they're told that oh no, we can't do that. And creators always say, oh yes, we will. So they got me emotionally invested in what they were saying. And then they said that we defy logic, but the brand name is actually Logitech. So I, I thought that was a really great uh, combination of not logic and Logitech. It, it was a good message. The second commercial that also did this really well was the Squarespace commercial with Dolly Parton singing about doing a side hustle from five to nine. Because for those of you who have heard her original song, it was talking about working from nine to five and Squarespace was talking about the side hustle from five to nine. So I thought that was a great contrast and the way they put that one together. And then the third one, there was contrast between, uh, in the Jimmy John's commercial and, um, Brad, that is the actor was portraying sort of a godfather, like sandwich guy. And he was the opposite of what Jimmy John's is. So that contrast I thought was a, a pretty, pretty well done too. So use contrast whenever it can help you make your message stand out. That's lesson number three. Lesson number four is to save the message for the end. So there was a really fantastic commercial with all the Sesame Street characters, and they were singing the Sesame Street song about In Your Neighborhood, but nowhere through most of the commercial did they talk about what brand was actually involved. And at the very end, then you realize it's from DoorDash. So whenever it fits, save the best part, save the message that you're trying to get across, save it for the very end. If you can keep people engaged all the way through, then they'll see your message, your branding at the very end. Number five was also from this commercial and it was talking about supporting a charity. So they were donating a dollar to the Sesame Street organization for, I think it was for every order that was done on DoorDash. So if there's a way that you can work in some kind of charitable organization into your messaging, that's another really good way to possibly grab some buyers that you wouldn't normally catch. And then number six, it's kind of an obvious one, you know, making me laugh. Whenever you can do that with your messaging, it can be, um, get the attention of your, um, uh, audience and the M&Ms I'm sorry commercial towards the beginning, I thought was pretty funny with all the people saying they were, I'm sorry and giving M&Ms. And then the one that I, I thought was, uh, also one of my favorite ones, was a flat Matthew McConaughey instead he was a 2d Matthew and the commercial was actually for Doritos 3d so when he finally ate um the 3d Doritos he was no longer flat and became 3d so I thought that messaging matched pretty well um and also made me laugh so number seven the lesson is to repeat your message a lot. And there were a couple different commercials that did this really well. So Paramount Plus Network did multiple commercials throughout the entire Super Bowl. And their logo is a mountain. And so their commercials were all about being on this mountain with a bunch of the characters from the different shows that are going to be on... Um, the Paramount Network when it launches. And they even use the phrase, a mountain of entertainment. And they told a story through their commercials through the night. Uh, Tide did this last year. And so it's a technique that's been used before through the Super Bowl commercials. And I think for an audience that is definitely paying attention to you, that sequence of messaging and repetitive messaging reaches your audience and gets the message across. The second one who did this um, was the Rocket Mortgage commercial and they were talking about whether or not you should be pretty sure And they kept going over, well, I'm pretty sure this, and I'm pretty sure that, and I'm pretty sure this, and they were all really terrible things. Um, But with Rocket Mortgage, certain is better. And so by the end, the commercial, the people in the commercial were deciding that certain is better. So they went with Rocket Mortgage. But repeating that pretty sure message over and over was a good attention grabber. So that's... Lesson number seven is to repeat your message a lot, more than you probably want to. And lesson number eight was used at least three different times, possibly more. And that is to make sure that you're always including a call to action, that you're telling your audience what you want them to do next. So in the Bud Light commercial, they linked at the end to BudLightLegends.com. The Jimmy John's commercial said the Jimmy John's story continues at jimmyjohns.com. The Jeep commercial towards the end, they also linked to jeep.com slash the road ahead. So they were being very, very specific at getting their audience to go to a certain place. Not only does it tell um, your listeners or your readers or your viewers what to do next, it also is a really fantastic way for you to track what's going on and what they like. So that's one of my favorite reasons for using links is because you can tell how many times people click it. So on my website, I use a plugin called Pretty Links. And I you guys will see, uh, I'm always giving you links to different things at CourseCreatorsHQ.com. And the reason I'm doing that is I wanna know what you click on. I wanna know what you like, what what's most interesting to you because then I can do more of that, or do less of the things that you don't like. And I think this is a really good way, especially for beginners to know what's working, is at least have some kind of tracking of your links so you know what's working and what's not. And then lesson number nine is to have a really clear slogan or message that attracts your specific audience. So Indeed did a commercial and their slogan is, we help people get jobs. And then their commercial repeated this over and over again. And then they inserted... Different phrases for people. So it was, we help the inexperienced get jobs, we help the qualified get jobs, we help the blah, blah get jobs. And, but they repeated that, we help get jobs over and over again. So it was a great way to brand their specific slogan and their message about getting people jobs. So lesson number 10 is to tell stories. And T-Mobile had a really fantastic story from the stars of The Voice. Of how Gwen Stefani actually met country singer Blake Shelton, um, it was via a phone call with Adam Levine, and I just thought they did a really good story around how that happened. And um, talking, it also tied into T-Mobile with a um, the the messaging breaking up on a phone because they weren't using T-Mobile and. Anyway, you have to watch it to completely get it. But the goal was that um, telling stories will pull your reader or your listener into what you're doing and carry them through to the end. And then the last lesson that I have to share with you, uh, number 11, is to tap into emotions and then inspire me by what you're saying. And so... Um, Jeep did this when they were talking about the reunited States. I thought they were tapping into some emotions that are going on right now. And Budweiser had a really good emotional commercial about how it's never just about let's have a beer. If someone has something going on, it's not about the beer. It's about the let's have a beer together. So I hope these ideas inspire you to help with your marketing messages and obviously the commercials are way more than just having super celebrities promoting their products. The The people who are putting these together are spending some time thinking about how they're going to reach their audience, what kinds of things are going to stand out, what will get them attention. So I'll run through the 11 again and have them in the show notes at coursecreatorshq.com slash 29. Number one is to know your buyer and what resonates with them. Number two is to build anticipation. Number three is to use contrast and juxtaposition. Number four is to save your key message for the end. Number five is to support a charity. Number six is to make me laugh. Number seven is to repeat your message a lot. Number eight is to include a very specific call to action. Tell me what to do next. Send me to links so you can track them. Number nine is to have a very clear slogan or message that attracts your audience. Number 10 is to tell stories that engage. And number 11 is to tap into emotions and inspire. So I hope you enjoyed this little run through of the Super Bowl 55 commercials and how you can use them to better sell your courses. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate you. If you're interested in determining whether your online course is a good idea or not, I highly recommend that you grab our freebie at coursecreatorshq.com idea. That's coursecreatorshq.com idea. And it's a free training that will help you evaluate your course idea to see if it's any good or not. So thanks so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing to the podcast. And I so appreciate your reviews. Thank you for reviewing. They make my day. I get them by email every time they're posted. And so I do a little happy dance in my office for every one of the five-star reviews. So if you got something fun today, if you enjoyed these, if you got a lesson that you might be able to apply to your business, please let us know with a five-star review. Thanks again. Have a fantastic week and be sure to join us over the next couple weeks. I have some really fun episodes coming and I cannot wait to share them with you, but I can't talk about them just yet. So I'm building a little anticipation. So catch you next week. Have a fantastic one. Take care, everyone. Talk to you then.